live from the heart of Los Angeles, this is the at-home edition of the Life Changes Show. With tonight's guest, Land Stewart of Down to Earth Ecoshar, Jim Reiser. And musical guest, I am the Trout. I am Mark Lejeune, and now our host, the MC, the master of change, Filippo Voltaggio. I am so glad we are having this conversation on the Life Changes show. It's a conversation, actually, we are continuing and feel like we will be continuing continuing it in many different ways, many different times. Uh, one of the ways, for example, is uh, just this morning I was reading an article on on sleep and how important it is and what it actually does and how it starts and uh, the, the circadian cycle and all that, which we haven't talked a lot about on the show. And another thing we need to talk about, but the interesting thing was that I was thinking like, I've kind of been trashing my body by pure ignorance, like thinking, oh, I'm strong. I, I, I can make it through the day with only a couple days sleep because I've got this to do or that to do. And so all these other things start to happen within my body that are a direct, direct reflection of how much sleep I got or didn't get. And I was ignorant about it the whole time, thinking like, oh, I'm a warrior. I could I could just plow through this and I can do it. I can do it all, whatever it is. And so it's interesting because I was reading a passage in uh, the information for our guest today and I drew the correlation. It's like we are so disconnected in so, so many of us from from nature, our own nature and the nature around us, which is actually our own nature, and it is us as well. So the passage that I found really interesting is when Jim is talking about uh, this this land that we're going to be talking about and, and what he's learned and all of that. But he says that uh, a thought of how our current culture was thrashing, uh, I thought of how our current culture was trashing the earth and how this land and this project was the reality of our world. The trash was not hidden away in some impoverished country or out in the middle of the ocean. The mess was right here, right there in your face. The land was our planet with all our dirty secrets that lay bare and its restoration would require many of the same skill sets, visions and sheer will that it would take to bring our world back from the brink. I thought, what if we could turn this literal dump into a paradise? And from that moment on, uh, there was no other property for him to find. And he is doing the work, has been doing the work. And we're grateful for that because I, I feel like we're going to learn a lot. Uh, a lot of good has already happened, and he's going to be on the show with us. That's Jim Reiser in just a couple of minutes. And a little later on, music by I Am Natrell, all on the Life Changes Show at Home Edition right after this. Have you felt inspired to meditate but you just can't? Do you suffer from anxiety but fidget toys just make you more fidgety? Want to replace negative self-talk in your head that keeps bringing you down? Introducing the latest self-help solution, Five Beads. Transformational beaded jewelry inspired by ancient wisdom, science, math, and psychology. All five beads are designed to incorporate the powerful Fibonacci sequence, nature's mathematical formula that has shaped our existence from the beginning of time. The Fibonacci sequence, also known as the golden mean or the golden ratio, is recognized by our conscious and unconscious mind and resonates as order out of chaos like we see in plants, flowers, seashells, ocean waves, the pyramids, and in our own body. Not only beautiful, they feel good to wear. Five beads can help anchor tranquility, positivity, focus, and structure in your life by doing the Phi Meditation. Phi Meditation helps you harness the power of I am for intention, affirmation, and manifestation. Affirm the life you want. Get your set of Five beads at fivebeads.com. That's Phi, P-H-I, beads.com. You are listening to The Life Changes Show, live from Vortex Dome, L.A., on the BBS Radio Network, with your host, the master of change, Filippo Voltaggio. 
You can hear tonight's show and all our past shows on our archive page at lifechangesshow.com, which include luminaries such as comedian Michael Collier, actress Gabriella Wright, performing artist James Hood, and author Ken Honda. Email your comments and questions to info at lifechangesnetwork.com or askdorothy at lifechangesshow.com. You can also comment via Twitter at Life Changes Show and Facebook at The Life Changes Show. This is the at-home edition of The Life Changes Show. I am host Filippo Voltaggio online with our producer and co-host Mark Lejour. I, having had the opportunity to experience what is evolving and growing uh, out at the EcoShire, I am so excited for today's conversation. I think our communities could really learn from what Jim has done, what he's doing, how the people are showing up there. There's just so much, uh, so much good that, uh, that I think this conversation can bring forward. Excellent. So we've titled this show The New EcoShire, Innovative, Inspired, and Sustainable. We're going to learn more about what all that means with our guest, educator and ecopreneur, land steward of down-to-earth EcoShire, and builder of intentional community, Jim Reiser. Jim, welcome to the Life Changes Show. Thank you, Felipe. Thank you, Mark. Quite an honor. It, 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 it's a pleasure to have you on, and, and and knowing that we're 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 taking this moment when you're normally out there actually working the land. Actually, could you walk us through what? Uh, we'll get into all the details, but what does a normal day look like for you out there? So um, I'm not sure if I want to describe this morning to you because it was a little bit chaotic. But chaos is one of the things that I'm constantly juggling. <laughs> mm. uh, many things are. I think um, I, I, of course, have lists of things that are seasonal lists of things that I'm trying to accomplish. Uh, I'm doing uh, tree starts, for instance, right now in the greenhouse. I, so I have greenhouse goals. Um, I have gardening goals coming up in the end of winter for spring, um, irrigation goals, uh, building goals, cleanup goals. Uh, yet a lot of those things are dependent upon weather and so it's it, it varies uh based upon the conditions quite often mm. it, so actually it, it sounds like chaotic and varies uh our 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 every day because uh, it is actually you're dealing with nature and you're also dealing with uh it's, it's something that was in very very poor condition when you took over so let's actually uh, start start with that. You, you were looking for property when you found this, but this wasn't the one you thought you were going to take on, right? Right. Uh, I was shopping around for a group that had assembled. We were having meetings at my house uh, trying to develop a, an intentional community. And uh, so one of the things that was suggested that we'd read about um, to start an intentional community was to come up with our, our wish list. And after writing the wish list, it, it, it seemed that this was highly unlikely that we would find anything. But I still went out and on my uh, <clears throat> quixotic quest <laughs> to try to find a, the perfect property with, you know, mature av avocado groves and swimming pools and, you know, close to the beach, <laughs> go in the mountains and zip lines and you name it, and uh, all for, you know, unreasonably cheap <laughs> um, right. didn't seem to exist in the world. And so I changed my search around for uh, just bare property with, uh, with a well. Um, I was, I was interested in water. I think water is uh, one of the key. Um, it's, it's certainly one of the key issues here in Southern California that a lot of people are uh, seem unaware of or, or, or oblivious to. And so water groundwater was, uh, was a key to my search. And um, so anyhow, so I looked around for a well. I wanted to see uh, what was available. And um, and I stumbled upon a literal dump that uh, oh. people have been illegally dumping here. Um, it was kind of what I guess I'd describe as a, as a private landfill. 
Um, the county dump is uh, about a 45-minute drive each way, and it's very inconvenient, and they don't take everything. Yet uh, the people who had lived here realized that people would pay the money to dump here. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, so it wasn't uh, an official dump. It was uh, just private property where the owners were allowing people to dump on the property um, for many, many decades. Uh, I believe it started somewhere around the late 1940s after World War II based upon the types of trash that we've discovered. <laughs> wow. But we also have lucked out in a way. Uh, most of the dumping out here, because we weren't really sure what was dumped out here. Um, so uh, we weren't sure if there was gonna, we were going to find stumble upon something toxic. And we lucked out. Most of the things out here were uh, things like old tires in, in the thousands, though, and um, old sofas, mm -hmm. things that were bulky that wouldn't fit into a trash can or even a dumpster, like old play sets and uh, just, you know, sofas, mattresses. Um, mm. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot Got of things it. shot up, too. So people would also come out here and do target practice, so they'd put bottles up on the rocks and, and shoot them and, and shoot at the old trash, old TV sets and things like that. Um, so. You're looking at all that at the time, and you're seeing, like, an intentional community potential. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> um, that was my idea of of where an intentional community should be. Uh, I, I learned about it and was inspired uh, by other stories. Uh, there's a place called Oroville in India, where they had taken some very uh, ruined land and um, and transformed it. They're about fifty years in, and I found those stories. Very, very inspiring. Oh, is our connection okay? Uh, yeah, it's coming in and out, actually. But, you know, before we, we go on, uh, it's a good place to ask. Could you talk to us about, for those who don't know, what intentional community is? Certainly. Uh, it is what it sounds like. I'm, I'm getting a bit of an echo. I don't know if that's... Uh, that yeah, he, he, a little, yeah. So an intention is what it sounds like. It's it's a community built around intention. What are your intentions? Um, so you have to have some clarity. You have to know what you want in this life and and build your community around that intention. For me, uh, you were just talking about um, sleep, and um, and I want to mention something about dreaming. Um, I think that my intention came from dreams. Mm. Um, my, I had a, a very profound and uh, moving dream many years back, where um, where I was wandering around this land, and it was uh, it was full of people that I loved, um, mm. and uh, it was people that I knew. It was people that I knew from long ago who have since passed, who were there celebrating with me, and. Um, it was also full of people that I didn't know, but I seemed to know in the dream. I seemed to know them very well. And so it was uh, kind of a foreshadowing of, of the people that I would come in contact with. And I mm. just remember feeling the sense of being at home. And, uh, and I woke up just recalling the dream, just longing for uh, finding this place that, um, that was waiting for me. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it was a bit of a, of a, it's hard to talk about without getting a little teared up because of the session moving. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Uh, so th this is a, a, a really deep thing. Like it's, uh, your mission. My mission is my dream. Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. Well, um, so what one one you you come upon this land it it wasn't exactly what was originally <laughs> um uh what was already in the dream it seems like the dream had to be created you you you've taken this on what are some of the what are some of the 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 learnings you've learned about life or nature or land or people in the process? 
whew, that's a lot. Um, yeah. What, what have I learned? Um, well, um, I've learned that we're, how do I put this? Um, we're, we're not doing enough. As, as much trash as I've picked up over the last few years um, out here, you know, bending over and picking up, just, <laughs> you know, whether it's shards of glass or, you know, a trailer load of old tires that are rotten and falling apart. No matter how much trash I pick up out here, it's nothing compared to what's rolling out of the Walmart down the street every hour. Wow. Wow. And, um, <clears throat> and I realized that my mission um, out here is not to pick up trash. It's not to plant trees. It's not to build sustainable housing. It's not to do any of those things. Um, it's to create a movement. And I have to have a lot of trust and a lot of, uh, I guess, faith is, uh, is the best word we have for it. Because I, I, don't, um, I don't know how it's going to come together but I have to take the next step. Um, and, 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 it's, and it's terrifying because there's so much at stake for all of us uh, in the world. We're, just yesterday I was reading about um, some of the conditions uh, in Antarctica and what that's going to do to sea level rise. And, and um, I'm terrified for the world. Yet at the same time, um, I'm also terribly hopeful <laughs> for us as well. Um, and I think that hope comes from action when we're actually doing the work that we begin to see that we are part of the miraculous and that we're experiencing the miraculous constantly and that we uh, shut ourselves off to it. And, and I think that's one of the things that nature gives us, is it gives us, uh, it, it springs hope <laughs> for us. I, I'm looking out the window right now as I'm speaking to you, for instance, and um, there's this tree out there. And uh, this tree is loaded with these nuts. And inside of each one of those nuts, I know there's eight seeds. And in, inside of each one of those seeds is another tree. <laughs> And there are literally thousands of nuts on this tree mm. with eight seeds inside of each one of the nuts. So there's at least 80,000 trees of potential right outside my window here in this one tree. And that tree is going to produce that many nuts every year. Mm. And <clears throat> nature is prepared to recover. Mm. Um, nature is planning to recover and we're we're a part of that um we are uh, ambassadors of that miraculous uh, of the of the miraculous of um experience of life and and we need to start acting upon it i think i, I hope that answers your question a little bit oh in 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 so many beautiful ways jim uh what um Actually, that's it's it's inspiring. Uh, and so, so is that part of what the movement is? The movement. Insp so, um, when we're talking about exponential uh, reach, when I'm trying to take on the uh, Walmart consumption down the street that I spoke of, <laughs> um, I've been conditioned to think that I don't matter. Okay. As, as have we all. And I taught in public schools for 21 years as a high school teacher. And uh, I, I tried to change the system. I tried to reform the system as much as I could. I, and I ran into um, the reality that I couldn't even get a salad bar going uh, where the kids would learn to grow the vegetables and learn how to serve them and, and, and eat <laughs> fresh vegetables because there was a Cisco contract that the school district had. Uh, Jim, I think we lost you there. And I'm sorry. Hello? I'm sorry. Did you I there? Yes. Okay. 
So you were telling us about the salad bar that couldn't happen. The salad bar that couldn't happen in the school system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so I, I've, I've kind of, I, I, in a sense, given up hope on our current systems. I remember, mm. um, and, and this might sound a little bit strange, but, uh, and I hope I'm not going too far off the rails on this, but uh, I remember one of the, we would teach a segment from, uh, from a story about the sinking of the Titanic. And that was a big hit, of course, because at the time the film had come out and, um, and everybody was aware of what happened with the Titanic. And um, I remember thinking while teaching about the Titanic and all the, the, the series of calamities that occurred to, to in that tragedy. And, and it's such an amazing metaphor for where we are with our Earth. I, I like to think of what Buckminster Fuller used to say, that we're on a spaceship here, that our Earth is a spaceship. So we're, we're on a ship, and the ship is... Uh, we're, we're hitting a human-caused iceberg, and uh, we're taking on water. An unimaginable amount of water is mm. sinking the ship. And I remember thinking about the Titanic, and I, I, I hope that my English teacher extended metaphor doesn't drive everybody crazy, but... Um, <laughs> I remember thinking if I was on the bridge when we first struck that iceberg and if I had a flash forward of, of what reality was going to be within a couple hours, what could I do if I was on the bridge to stop the inevitable, <laughs> mm. right? Was there anything I could do? Was there anything in my human power to... Um, overcome the forces of nature that were already set against us. And, uh, and I remember this strange thought occurring to me that was very, very counterintuitive. And I'd never really seen any, I, I, I Googled this to see if anybody else had thought this thought. <laughs> and I'm curious. Um, so, so you remember how the front compartments were damaged. It was the first floor into the fifth compartment that were damaged. And it was taking on water and it was going down by the head and the water was going to lap over the bulkhead. Everybody remembers that, right? I, from the film, I do, yeah. Yeah, and so um, so I remember coming to the realization of, of how ballast pumps work in a, in a boat and how you, um, when you start to lose your balance in a boat, uh, there's large ships will have pumps that will push water to the opposite side of the boat to maintain its balance. Oh, and I remember thinking, well, would ballast pumps work if we if we were to take that water from the front compartments and shove them to the back compartments? Because remember, there were some, I, I think, 16 watertight compartments. They weren't so watertight, but they called them watertight compartments, right? But then I realized, well, the pumps weren't strong enough. So what if you could stop the Titanic from sinking by sinking it? That's the counterintuitive Okay, no. That's going to need explanation. <laughs> okay, so so if it's going down by the front and it's going to be a gigantic teeter totter with all this weight, you know, each gallon is eight and a half pounds, right? And you have uh -huh. thousands of gallons of pouring into the front of the Titanic. What if you immediately, again, I'm on the bridge of the Titanic in this pivotal moment of history, right? What if I threw the engines into reverse and slammed the back of the ship into the same iceberg and sunk the back of the ship simultaneously with the front of the ship? See, the, the, the ship floats on what's called displacement, right? The water, the, even though the steel weighs a lot, it's displacing more water weight than the weight of the ship, right? And... Most of that displacement takes place in the center of the ship, at the at what's called the beam of the ship, the, the center point, right? The ship's actually really narrow at the front, you know, for hydrodynamics. That's narrow at the back. It tapers back in its back at the, at the, uh, in the very back of the ship, right? And so if, if you could keep those small compartments balanced, the front and the back, yes, the, the boat would 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 lower itself, but the more it lowers itself, the more water it displaces. So the trick is keeping it balanced as it sinks, and then it might not sink completely. Does that make sense? It, it, it might float, in other words. Wow. It might float, and, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> or it, so it I, might I, sink slower, ironically, from what I'm gathering you're saying, too. Yes, it, it would sink lower, but not sink completely. Wow. Wow. Uh, you know, we're we're coming up on a break, but now now I'm curious <laughs> as to how that applies to uh, the land and our world. Uh, uh, and if you could uh, wrap that up for us when we come back, and also uh, what uh, I, I think we're we're learning, like you're bringing awareness, y y your your consciousness, Jim, around this subject and and the intention. And all of that is, I, I mean, I feel it. It's, it's palpable. And um, I, that's the good news is, is you're, you sound like you're not only going to succeed with this, you're going to thrive with it. And other people can learn from it and get from your, your energy, your enthusiasm, uh, and learn like what we shared in the title, innovation, inspiration, and, and sustainability. So if you're wanting to learn more, uh, eventually Jim's going to get around or somebody can write a blog for him that he's going to post up on his website, but the website's up and it's eco Shire Sage, E C O Shire, which is S H I R E and Sage S A G E eco Shire, eco Shire Sage.com to learn more. And, uh, we're going to check back in with Jim in just a little minute, uh, to, get wrap this up and and figure out what what can be done uh sinking planet earth somehow doesn't sound right but he's gonna he's gonna help us with that then uh in our next segment we're gonna have uh our ask dorothy segment and a little later on music with our musical guest i am natrell all on the life changes show at home edition right the Little Dog That Could is the fantastically true story of a man and a little dog that came into his life as his mentor to help him understand the world beyond his human senses and to experience life, love, and healing beyond his human understanding. Best-selling author Filippo Voltaggio, who currently hosts the highly regarded Life Changes show, is an internationally known singer, speaker, and life coach. Filippo offers up his own story, how one little surprise package in fur and four legs transformed his life unexpectedly forever and furthered his path of self-discovery. In The Little Dog That Could, Filippo brings to life the meaning of the adage, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Through the reading of this book, you will experience the journey of real miracles that transcend time, space, and logic while gaining practical tools that will help you navigate your way. The Little Dog That Could is available through Amazon and Barnes & Noble. For more information, visit thelittledogthatcould.com. That's thelittledogthatcould.com. You are listening to the Life Changes Show, live from Vortex Dome LA, with your host, Filippo Volcaggio. You can visit us online at lifechangesshow.com, via Twitter Life Changes Show and Facebook at the Life Changes Show. We're back. I am Filippo, and our guest is educator and ecopreneur, land steward of Down to Earth Eco Shire, and builder of intentional community, Jim Riser. Jim, uh, you have certainly shared philosophically, you are deep. And uh, you're you're in the right place because I, I feel like nature is is going to be feeding that and you're going to hopefully be feeding it to us as we check in uh, in the process. You know, there are a lot of people, not a lot, actually, there are not a lot of people that have done this, um, but there are people that have and are on the other side of it. So it's interesting to check in with you while you're pretty much right in the middle of it in a big way. So um, help us with uh, um, yeah. saving the people on the Titanic. Ergo, so I want to wrap uh, that thought up because I and I do want to apologize for my history. No, 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 it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. Uh, so, however, uh, in this in this metaphor, it, it 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 has a lesson for us, and that and that in order to find balance, we're going to have to think some things in our own lives that have ah, brought uh, us to this. Okay, to find a new balance. 
in, in, in our relationships to ourselves, to each other, and to the earth, and all the creatures in it. Um, we're, we're going to have to uh, do a little bit of triage here. And there... I'm sorry? No, no. Oh, so... No sustainable community is going to stand a chance against um, an imperial capitalistic society, if you will, for lack of a better term. And it's not that I'm not a capitalist. It's not that I don't uh, appreciate the benefits of, of those things. But they're, but our culture is the culprit. Everything else is a, is a symptom of, the Ill, of our cultural illness of constant expansion, constant exploitation. And, um, and we're going to have to, uh, we're going to have to sink that part of our culture, mm. I think, in order to find balance back with the earth. Because there, there have been all sorts of sustainable communities in the past. I'm talking about First Nations uh, peoples that have lived in balance with their ecosystems for thousands of years. And a lot of people are looking for a technological fix. You know, we could, um, they'll, they'll say things like, you know, if we could just shift to a green economy, um, if we could just uh, have more solar panels, more wind turbines. And, um, and the more you look into that, you go, well, first of all, we can't build a solar civilization from a solar civilization. We we can't produce solar panels with solar panels. <laughs> we need fossil fuels to do that. Mm, mm. And um, and so in, in looking for that technological magical silver technological bullet to uh, solve our, um, our 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 imbalances, I don't think we're going to find it. I don't think that that uh, that holy technological grail is out there. I think that um, that we're going to have to look back into our uh, into our ancestors, our uh, the tribes that were here before we were here, and try to learn from them. And 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 hopefully, I mean, I, I I love technology. I love having refrigeration and things like that. I don't want to lose everything that we've uh, that we have, but um, I also recognize that we need to remember. Some of the things that we've lost, and so, um, so our mission out here is: is yes, we plant trees. Yes, we, uh, yes, we're cleaning up trash. Yes, we're uh, working with uh, water repurposing and, and recycling and, and all sorts of things. Every every aspect of, of community building that we can. But really, if we can't influence others, then this is all for naught. It's uh, <laughs> it's just another deck chair on the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Head yeah. back to the Titanic. Uh, yeah, I hear you. And so, thank you for doing what you're doing and then sharing what you're doing. Uh, I'm trusting that I've seen some pictures, so I'm trusting that uh, on the website, I'm trusting that there's some documenting documenting that's going on. Uh, uh, around this, even though it's it's hard to do the work and then think about filming it and capturing it as well. Uh, and I have to think, Jim, since you're so philosophical, uh, would you have gone to this to to what you just landed on in sharing with us, if if the land already had a zip line and a pool and and all of that? No. No, most definitely. The, 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 the journey, <laughs> you know, um, I, I've, I've done theater before and, uh, I've, I've played the bad guy, you know, and I've, I've done it well <laughs> enough to where I've scared the other actors on stage and, and then, you, <laughs> and, okay. and the audience goes, Ooh, <laughs> and you get backstage behind the curtain and the good guy and the bad guy are back behind the curtain and they both hug each other and they go, that was great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And I have this, uh, I guess, esoteric belief that um, we've put ourselves into this predicament to test our divinity and that we need to remember who we are. We are currently forgetting who we are and we are laying our home to waste. And if we could just remember who we are, we can do amazing, amazing things. But we can't just continue on doing what we've been doing. It's uh, it's insanity, literally. And um, I don't know if we can find a, a, a technology that's going to save us and allow us to continue on with our um, with our imbalances. This is my point. Jim, thank you for doing what you're doing, and thank you for that dream and the inspiration that uh, you are. Uh, uh, sharing uh, while fulfilling that dream for yourself and for others and potentially uh, connecting with all the people that are doing similar around the world. Uh, may there be more than, than we know and maybe someday we'll learn of them too. In the meantime, it'd be great to check in with you every once in a while and, and potentially be uh, more connected to, to what is happening especially with your way of of sharing and educating uh, from your experience and and from your drama background uh you bring it all you bring it all so all if you're wanting it, yeah. to, what's that <laughs> yeah bring all of it you, you're bringing it all so so with that uh ecoshiresage.com if you want to learn more about jim if you want to learn more about down to earth ecoshire it 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 feels so important and and i know it is so eco eco shire s h i r e and sage s a g e dot com eco shire sage dot com jim what an absolute pleasure i look forward to meeting you you're not that far away from us and i know other people have have been coming out and camping on the land and it's becoming popular in many ways so you're doing something right uh and uh, oh, I wanted to ask you actually real quick, real quick. Um, is is it you? You mentioned uh, the ancients and uh, the original tribes. Um, it, this is this land that was occupied by American Indian before. It, it certainly was. Uh, they didn't they found it, <laughs> but that uh, yes. There, um, it, it turns out that uh, that there's a uh, a very old ceremony site within a quarter mile of our property where um, rites of passage took place for the local tribes. Wow! That is very very old, and um, the pictographs are still on the stones around our property. Wow! Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Wow, there's there's so much to this story, so rich, and uh, thank you for for teasing it with uh, for us here today. And uh, uh, I, I I trust there'll be lots more. Jim, all the best to you and your work. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Ellen. Jim Reiser. Wow. Okay. And with that, we have our Ask Dorothy segment. Dear Dorothy. This is Susan, and I met you years ago when my mother was a client. You shared with us so many truths, and I am grateful for your wisdom, which has helped me so much over the years. My question has to do with my wonderful husband. He loves me, and I love him, and yet I'm not sure that I'm in love with him. We were together for 11 years and finally got married six months ago, and now I am wondering if I made the right choice. It feels like things have changed since I said I do. I'm no longer as happy as I was when we were just a couple and not a married couple. What's wrong with me? Dear Susan, this is such an important question and one that so many people are trying to find the answer to. Your real question here appears to be, what does in love mean? And that is truly a great question with multiple answers. So I need to ask, if you were in love with your husband before you married him, or if you just loved him. I love you and your mother, but am not in love with either of you. I thought I was in love each time I married the same man. Now I know that I never was in love with him. 
I believe that being in love with what I experienced was my parents' example. And the truth is that they never really liked each other, much less were ever in love with one another. We often learn about love and marriage from our parents' examples. And this is just not always a good place for us to go. The best place for us to go is within and ask ourselves what being in love really is and means. The internet can provide you with some good examples. And I highly recommend the website marriage.com as a good place to begin. They define love as love is pain and sacrifice. Love is compromise and respect. Love is the most beautiful and real thing in this world. And when reciprocated, can make you feel things you never knew existed. I agree with this definition and believe it is a great start in understanding what love is. And now you must define for yourself what love means to you. So please, dear Susan, take some time to discern what love is and what being in love means. It could be a really good idea for you to do some automatic writing on this. And this simply means to sit down and use your pen and paper or use your computer and write down the questions. What does love mean? And what does being in love mean? And then spontaneously writing what flows through you. With your research and your self-reflection, I trust you will find the answers you seek. Thank you, Dorothy. And if you have a question for Dorothy, please write her at AskDorothy at LifeChangesShow.com. We'll be right back with our musical guest. I am Natrell right after this on the Life Changes Show at Home Edition. There are self-help seminars costing thousands of dollars guaranteeing miraculous transformations. There are compelling speakers and life-changing weekend experiences where you can walk on fire. They all deliver revelations that guarantee you'll come back for the more expensive revelations filled with even greater wonder next month on Fiji. We get addicted to positive, heartfelt, expensive theater. What we really need is a jumpstart, an awakening, someone who can give us a reminder that everything we need lies within. Through inspiration and practical knowledge, Dorothy Donahue helps people get grounded and motivated, inspired and energized. It's not just words and affirmations and the power of intention. It's a mindset brought about by a tangible, transcendental experience, an audiovisual, physical, spiritual experience that helps us realize we transform ourselves. We get tools to become the conscious co-creators of lives of unlimited potential. Find out more. Go to DorothyDonahue.com. Life Changes Show is a premier radio show presented by the Life Changes Network, which is a company whose team has dedicated their lives not only to positive change, but to helping others observe and embrace, honor, and even celebrate their own changes, thus enabling a more positive, inspired life and helping to create a more positive and inspired world. From everyday people, celebrities, corporate giants, and children, we are here to help and to serve with heart, integrity, and experience we bring our message and positive intent into your lives through the Life Changes Show, lifechangesnetwork.com, and through guest appearances on other inspiring shows and events. If you wish to learn more about Life Changes Life Coaching, a private consultation with one of us, corporate or live event appearances, or if you would like us to appear on your radio or TV shows, please email us at info at lifechangesnetwork.com. Hello, Natrell. Hey, how are you, sir? <laughs> I'm great. Thank you. And uh, so we are getting ready to go live here. Our producer and co-host, Mark Leisure, will count us in. Um, just wanted to make sure you were all set to go. Um, I heard you better when we were talking before. Let's hear. Maybe I haven't heard you enough. Let's hear you. Uh, hello, hello, hello. Okay. For some reason... Um, then I think this is like more like a on speakerphone than the other one. When when you called me earlier, for some reason, it's a little bit different. Uh, I don't know why. You mean your phone answered instead of your computer? 
Yeah, my phone answered both times, but this time it just answered different. It answered like before it it was like a regular phone call to this phone call is more like a Skype. it's more like we're on video but without seeing each other <laughs> oh okay it maybe it, it is the video on maybe you can make sure the video's off let's see it says video's off let me... uh, okay well yeah you sounded better just then so let's go let's okay let's, yeah so let's do it okay i'll um, just speak close okay very good Natrell, welcome to the Life Changes Show, and we are live in five, four, three, two. We're back, and our musical guest is, uh, gosh, a singer, a songwriter, a producer, an engineer, and a very smart man. I can't wait for him to share some of his wisdom with us. He is I Am Natrell. AKA Natrell.com. Welcome, Natrell, to the Life Changes Show. Hey, thank you guys so much for having me. Appreciate it. Oh, that. it's our pleasure. And I so enjoyed our conversation around so many different things. Uh, you know, interestingly enough, um, one of the phrases that really stuck with me when I we were talking about you having children and all that, and you said, I absolutely love being a father. And that just stuck with me. Like, you know who you are in that role and you're doing it the best you can and you take it very seriously. Can Absolutely. I just say that? Absolutely. I love my kids. <laughs> and, and then you added your team to it, like your uh, the, the, the child's the children's mm -hmm. mom. Right. Yeah. We um, um, we have a really good co-parenting situation, you know. Um, a lot of people, when you think of, they, they use the phrase baby mama, baby daddy, you know what I'm saying? It's always a negative connotation to it. But my my relationship with the mother of my kids um, isn't that type of situation. It's, it's positive. We communicate. Uh, we consult with each other before making decisions um, in regards to our kids, you know, and um, we we don't allow our personal feelings towards each other to affect anything dealing with the kids. Natrell, it's so wonderful to hear. And and I think a great place to start because your music as well, um, well, uh, it, it 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 has it's fun. It could be fun dance music and all that. And it can also be uh, storytelling where you have a message to share. So I'm feeling like you're bringing out your your <laughs> your messages, um, yeah. some hard stuff. Yeah, I think music itself should be a reflection of of life. Me and you talked about uh, using cuss words and songs and and yeah. why some people do it and some people don't. Um, my music is a is a direct reflection of how I feel, and I used the uh, example of if uh if you touch a hot stove <laughs> right. you don't say um ouch <laughs> that hurt <laughs> you know you have other other you know choice words that you may say um very strongly and very loudly you know um my music is a is a direct uh effect of that i i speak exactly how i would say it if 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 it was a true life situation <laughs> And and speaking of true life situations, you've you've had uh, some true life situations, and and this first song is going to be a reflection of of your experience. So guide guide us through really quickly from the success that you were having, and then a particular experience which led to more. So I went through um, like three really strong years where I build up my social media. I was doing a lot of shows. Um, I had a radio show on um, a station out here in Las Vegas called Hot 702.5. Um, I mean, I just had a lot of things going on, had a lot of followers, had a lot of friends, a lot of people around me. Um, but what sometimes what people see isn't always the reality of what's going on, because during that process, I was struggling and um, I was. I, you know, my financial situation wasn't good and my mental situation wasn't good. And it affected me um, to the point where I had a stroke. 
um, I got really sick. I was sick. Um, it pretty much took me um, out of being able to work for almost uh, eight to nine months, wow. which made my financial situation better. And, um, you know, I called, you know, people that I helped, <laughs> people that I looked out for, you know. Wait, wait, wait. It made your financial situation better or worse? Worse. Oh, worse, worse. worse. Okay. <laughs> worse, um, yeah. made my financial situation worse. And, um, you know, so I started reaching out to people that I helped people that actually owed me money <laughs> to, um, to, you know, to, to help me out with some of the things that I had pressing on me. And, um, we went through, you know, a tough period. I went through a period of time where, you know, we didn't have electricity in our home and, you know, I have kids <laughs> and, you know, a lot of individuals that I felt like were in position to look out for me that I looked out for previously, you mm -hmm. know, they just kind of, you know, closed their eyes and act like I didn't exist, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so during that process, um, I learned some very valuable, uh, valuable lessons and, um, I'm not going to go all the way into detail, but I learned in that process of me, being on my back and being on my phone, I learned how to make money on my back, you know? And I, um, I went through a period where I made a large lump sum of money. Um, and once I got to the position where I was able to, to um, you know, work again, um, I, I opened up a studio, um, have my own radio station called BU Radio Network, and a lot of those people that counted me out then started flocking back around me, you know? Um, but this time it was with stipulations <laughs> because I, you know, I can forgive, but I can't forget. I can forgive the people that, that didn't look out for me, but I can't forget the fact that they didn't. So the next time when, you know, I'm I'm going to be a little bit slow to to help the individuals who wasn't willing to help me. Well, you you've written a song that we're going to hear in just a moment about that experience, and it's called Notice. As if what you're putting people on notice, or is that for you to notice? What does that mean? As it's putting putting all of them on notice that I'm coming back. <laughs> <laughs> when they okay. counted me out, they counted me out, and um. <laughs> Now, now the countdown is 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 getting ready to wake them up. It's, the countdown is an alarm clock now. <laughs> so before we uh, hear the song, uh, real quickly, since you shared this story, uh, you released the song, and then what happened? Um, after I released the song, a lot of those individuals started calling me. <laughs> it was like, hey, I heard the song, man. I feel like you 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 know bringing personal uh, stuff to, to your music and this and that. And, and I feel like that song was about me. And I, you know, my response to them was, no, the song was about me. It's my personal experience that just happened to be negative and you just happened to be involved with it. <laughs> mm, mm. I didn't mention no names. I didn't call nobody out. I just told the story about my personal experience. So if somebody else just happened to, to be there and be present and, and experience that that situation with with me. I can't stop that. <laughs> but my life is my life. Well, we're gonna get to hear that song here on the Life Changes Show. Here is "I Am Natrell and Notice." Shoulders and didn't sweat. Putting these haters on notice, leaving them open. Me 
alarm, it's not time now. If you don't know, you gon' find out. I'm putting it all on the line now. It's all by design now. Rifles be sinking like quicksand. Me and my team making hits, man. All of our business legit. We go to distance. I've been working hard daily. The Lord is my witness. Me and Jay Breezy, we all about business. Can't stand it. Get the hell out the kitchen. Never gon' stop till I finish my mission. I'm in position. Hit every mark and I shoot with precision. I got that spark in my music. Just listen. I never lose. Winning is my addiction. So, so that uh, so that's obviously pre-recorded and produced by you as well, right? Yes, sir. Uh, it, you, are you the background vocals? You're everything, right? Everything. <laughs> so, so learn more about and 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 connect with his music at I am Natrell N A T R E L L dot com, and he's I am Natrell on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, we've got a YouTube video up of of Notice, which did you produce the whole video too? Um, I was a part of the production. Okay. Um, the good thing about the video was um, everybody that was in that video was a part of the process. Those were the individuals that helped me, including the videographer. The videographer was no. my longtime friend, and he was one of the individuals that looked out for me to the point wow. where that video um and he doesn't do this <laughs> he shot that video for free because he wow. knew what i went through wow yeah I, he was like look bro you ain't got to pay me for this one like i want i really want this story to be told and um you know i'm gonna do this just off of the strength so wow. i want to send a shout out to films by sin uh for mm -hmm. uh, directing that video and um editing and doing all of the groundwork for the video um did an awesome job excellent well i'm glad you did that shout out and I, I, the reason i'm making a big deal about how you you engineer and you produce and all that because because you don't just do that for your music you're doing it for your music that goes on to shows like the real housewives of atlanta mm -hmm. uh, love and hip not hip hop nickelodeon's kids choice awards bet's i mean the list kind of goes on and then for for other singers as well so this is this is definitely your thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, secretly, I I, I kind of love that side of it better. Ah, really? <laughs> I always tell people that um, in the studio, when you're in the studio by yourself, you can be whoever you want to be at the moment. <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> I I crack jokes with um, some of the artists that I that I write for or that I produce for, and I tell them, hey, whatever the song is about. There's somebody in my head telling me what to write. <laughs> There's somebody in my head telling me, you know, it's just a joke. But, um, you know, whatever that song is, like, I try to go to that place. And and it's all, it's almost like a movie. I mm. see it as the words are, are forming. I see the video. I see how it's supposed to look. I see how people are supposed to feel. And um, I put all of the magic behind that. Nice. Well, 
there, there's a there's magic and there's fun and we're gonna get to hear a fun song now you were you were telling me how that that was like a story song like a testimony and this is a club anthem right oh yeah (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Uh, all right well here is jealous by i am natrell produced and recorded by him etc etc live well pre-recorded i guess on the life changes show Thank you so much. Thank you. So much fun. So I am Natrell.com. Natrell is N-A-T-R-E-L-L. And you can find him on Instagram and Facebook and actually even more places. Just look for I am Natrell. What a pleasure to get to know you and talk to you. And I hope to get to meet you and 
Well, I was going to say maybe see you perform, but you, you did say secretly, you know, we're on radio. So <laughs> not so secretly, you'd rather be producing. But so yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wish you all the best. Mm-hmm. And I wish you the best. And I, again, I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, it is our pleasure. Our pleasure. All the best to you, Natrell. Thank you so much. Thank you. And a big thank you again to our guest, Jim Reiser. That is our show. On behalf of our executive producer, Dorothy Lee Donahue, and our producer and co-host, Mark Lejeure, I am your host, Filippo Voltaggio, reminding you, as your life changes like ours surely did today, we're here for you. Ciao, everyone. You have been listening to The Life Changes Show on the BBS Radio Network. Listen live every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time and visit us online at lifechangesnetwork.com, on Facebook at The Life Changes Show, and on Twitter at Life Changes Show. Join us again next week as we consciously explore and embrace the only constant, Life Changes. The Life Changes Network is an entertainment network. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guests and participants and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Life Changes.